Hey, welcome back to the next episode on parental therapy. Today's episode, if you haven't seen, is parents, why are you scared to look in the mirror? That comes from the challenge and the reality that many of us parents have when we look at our kids and if they're not where we think that they should be in life or if they're not where they think they should be in their life or if they've made bad decision after bad decision, what happens when we look in the mirror? What happens when we start thinking of the things that we did as parents to help them? What we know is no good deed goes unpunished. Probably all the parents I know, we all want to do the right thing by our kids. The challenge we have quite often is when that behavior that we're trying to correct is not impacted by what we did. And we might be sitting there and it's like, man, you know, I took away their phone or I took away their PlayStation or, you know, I took their car away or I said they can't do this. I said they can't do that, but they still did it again. We have challenges with that. I'm the first one to say there is, you know, having kids does not come with an instruction booklet and we do the best that we can. And quite often, regardless of the best intentions that we have as parents, they just don't come with the result that we were expecting. So are our kids a direct reflection of us? I sure hope not. And that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode of Parental Therapy. Thank you guys for taking the time, whether you're driving in your car, you're taking a break from work, what have you, uh, watching some of my videos. It's truly appreciated. If you haven't, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, share it, comment. It's all appreciated because what it's going to do at the end of the day, it's going to help grow this channel. It's going to give me more opportunity to continue putting out better and better content and just helping anyone out there that I can, who may have gone through the same thing that I'm going through. Uh, maybe, you know, you've got some teenagers that are coming up and you're just, you're starting to see some things and you're trying to figure out, Hey, how can I do this? Or how can I do that? So let's get the admin stuff out the way. As I say, time and time again, I'm not your therapist. You're not coming here for medical advice, educational purposes only, but what I am, I'm your friend. I'm going to give it to you straight on parental therapy. So I had asked, are our kids a direct reflection of us? And as I said, I sure hope not. We have to get to a place as parents where we recognize we cannot engineer our kids, can take credit for what is in our power. And what are those things? Well, we have the power to choose where we live. It's the choice as to what school our kids are going to. It's a choice as to what environment they see in the home when they're growing up. So you put your kid in a decent neighborhood. Your kid goes to a decent school. You have a home life. It's possible that, you know, single parent household, but, you know, you work hard, you know, your kids are, you know, eating healthy, they're clothed, all those, all those basics are provided for. So now what? Again, foundations are covered. So now we're talking about what it is that our kids are encountering. For most parents, some of the greatest difficulties we have, you know, when we sit back and we're thinking about the fact that we've provided for the majority of these fundamentals for our kids and they're still not achieving the expectations. It doesn't mean that you're saying, hey, 
My kid's got to be a doctor. My kid's got to be this. My kid's got to be that. But they're just not achieving any fundamental level of maturity, stability, growth. Because I'll tell you, I talk to countless parents and a lot of our friends, a lot of our close friends, we are dealing with very similar challenges. Fundamentals are provided for. Oftentimes you can have, you know, a dual parent household, good schools, all these different things. And we're still observing kids who are not effectively doing the minimum. When we set all these things out, we are in essence, we're talking to our kids and we're like, hey, I've laid all these things out for a smooth path in front of you. I've taken out most of the speed bumps. I've taken out most of the financial constraints. I've taken out abusive situations in the home. So why won't you do right? Well, again, this goes to the factor that we only contribute to a percentage of what ultimately becomes our adult age kids. As parents, we begin to question the struggles, the sacrifices that we've made for our kids to only a lot of times watch them underachieving, not truly appreciating or showing that they appreciate the sacrifices that are made. Sometimes I know for many parents, ways that children show that they appreciate the sacrifice is by doing the work. And when we don't see that, we automatically link the two together, that they don't appreciate what I did. Well, that's what we got to talk to them. You know, we got to talk to these kids and figure out what's driving you. You know, I, I know there were times where we were sitting down and we had conversations with our son when he just wasn't really given 100%. We truly laid the path in front of him to say, listen, is this what it is that you want to do? Is college what you want to do? Because we want you to know we do not want you to be in college because you think we want you to be in college. We want you to be in college because that's what you know is going to allow you to achieve your goals and your dreams. If you have another path that's in the back of your mind, if you have a burning desire for a trade or uh, another dream or goal of yours, then that's what we want to support you in doing. Because at the end of the day, if if you think you know, you're going to be in college just because we want you to be in college and it doesn't motivate you, it doesn't interest you, all you're going to be doing is wasting our money at the end of the day. Let's get you on the path of something that you're passionate about, as well as something that's going to allow you to you know, earn a living wage to be able to take care of yourself as an adult. But when I say, parents, why are you scared to look in the mirror? I will tell each and every one of you, look into that mirror confidently. Raising kids is a challenge that we all have to experience. Kids do not come with an instruction booklet and no two kids are the same. Any of you who have multiple kids at home would bet everything that I have that you can look at each kid. Anyone on the outside would be like, there's no way they came up in the same, in the same household. You have one that might be completely outgoing. You have another that might be a hermit. You know, you have another that's probably borderline, you know, disrespectful in conversations, you know, regardless of the punishment that you've laid down. It's just three different personalities. Same thing with three different motivations. Again, we we only have a small percentage of the impact of what our kids end up becoming. I mean, I would say look at the time that many of us are raising our kids in. We've got a generation of kids now that their entire childhood occurred during the time our country had been in a prolonged war. That was an absolute 
you know, impact to them. You know, the time of this evolution of social media, you know, the time of how much information is at our fingertips. I mean, when many of us, you know, uh, the, the, you know, 40 plus community out there, when we were kids, we didn't have the internet when we were in school, you know, our internet was going to the library, you know, and the Dewey decimal system, you know, and, you know, finding topics and the encyclopedias to explain what something is where now, I mean, if a kid has ignorance about any topic, it's their own fault because they could just sit there and say, you know, Hey Siri, you know, what's this or what's that? And it's interesting that they would go even five minutes without knowing the answer to that. I would say that this generation, you know, those born in the last, you know, 20 years, these, these kids are the greatest science project ever. There's just been so much change that has taken place. There's been so many technological advancements. We have no clue what the total effect is on our kids. So what did many of us do? Many of us, we tried to raise our kids how we were raised. (laughs) Well, we know that's not going to work out well. And many of us have seen that reality that it's not going to work out well. Not only that, many of us are trying to raise kids. We're wondering why they're having the mental health challenges that they have because we never got resolution on our own mental health challenges. So just imagine what we continue to pass from generation to generation if we're not finally breaking that cycle by getting our own mental health help. I mean, how many of us, and I know it's a lot, we've got kids who are in their high teens, early 20s, and so many times they want to say, they're an adult. Are they? How many of us still have, you know, our kids on our cell phone plan, you know, or we're still paying their car insurance and they're claiming that they're an adult and, you know, they're making their own decisions and this and that. I mean, if that's the case, I mean, then, then adult, you know, I wasn't on anybody's, you know, car insurance plan, you know, no one else was paying any of my bills. This, this was on my own for me. That's what needs to be understood. I mean, if you're going to adult, then adult. I remember our son went and bought some Yeezy slides when they just came out. And whoever he found them from, these bad boys were 300 bucks. You're 19 years old. And you just decided to take out of your already small paycheck, $300 to buy some slippers. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white man. I get it. You know, they're good looking. But I'm like, listen, I'm good financially, you know, and here it is. You're just trying to get established and you're spending more money than I would have ever spent. So these are, again, just lessons that are out there. That Sometimes as parents, we just step back and we shake our head and it's like, where did we go wrong? You know, so I definitely want you all to know there's a lot of things that I talk about. It doesn't mean that I have the solution. I'm still dealing with a lot of it. My wife and I were coming together and we are truly communicating through it. And we are trying to put the best things in place to mitigate it. And then I think about kids today truly feel like they shouldn't have to struggle. I mean, how many young people do you see holding down more than one job? They don't because they want to live their best life. When they haven't established anything yet, you know, I even remember me as a, as a, as a young soldier in the army, I still had got a side hustle, you know, and every weekend that I was available, 
you know, I was working as a medical assistant, making a little extra change. Of course, I had to make a sacrifice. And I realized if I wanted to have more money, if I wanted to save more money, you know, I had to I had to make more money. Only way you're going to go do that is getting a better job or getting another job. But what do these kids want? They all want a remote job. They all want to, you know, do their Netflix marathons all weekend, you know, plan trips. I'm like, you shouldn't be planning a trip if you haven't planned a 401k yet. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Something's wrong. I'll tell you something is absolutely wrong. And I know it's not just me. I know it's not just my close friends. I see it every day on social media. You know, there's a lot of uh, very influential people that I follow and I get, you know, good advice from them and I try to share some of it here. I just know that a lot of our kids, they can do better. And what we don't want is we don't want to see them fail. When I mentioned, you know, can we look in the mirror? I know that we can look in the mirror. We can look in the mirror with our chin high, knowing that we've done what we can do. Along with that, we have to know it's okay for our kids to fail. It's okay to get to a point where you give them an ultimatum. It's okay to tell our kids no, because it's much better that they hear no from us at home than the first time they're hearing no is their professional job. So what burden do we carry in all this? If we go back, sometimes people will say, well, when your kid was young, let's say they said they didn't want to play basketball anymore. What went into that decision? Was it just, oh, okay, you don't want to play basketball anymore, Johnny? No problem. We'll pull you out of basketball. Or, you know, I'm in, you know, class to play the piano. Little Debbie, you know, says, hey, you know, uh, Mommy, daddy, I'm just not liking playing the piano anymore. After a few weeks, we pull her out. All these different things, it's setting a foundation. And I'm not saying it's the solution, but what I'm saying is we have to recognize no good deed goes unpunished. And you think when you're sitting down with your kid and your kid wants to do something different, what is the process that goes into that decision of deciding to allow or disallow them to start one thing without finishing it. I had a conversation with my daughter. I really put a hard question in her lap. I said, I want you to think that there's going to be a day where you're going to be sitting there with your husband-to-be and you guys will be having a conversation about parenting. And in that conversation, in some way, shape, or form, you, him, both of you, you're going to say, when we have our kids we're going to do this or that different from what our parents did. And you're going to have all the best intentions in mind. I want you to understand whatever that is that you think of, you're going to be coming from a pure place. You're going to think of something that your mom and I did that maybe you didn't agree with. Maybe it was harder than you thought it would be. Maybe it had a negative you know, impact on you one way, shape or form. And you're going to say, I'm not going to do this or I'm going to do that instead. I just want you to know whatever that is, the reason you're doing it is to make something easier for your kid. And I want you to know that pretty much every decision that we made in your upbringing was to help was to generate a positive outcome on the other end. But I want you to know Every time as a parent that we do that, we're sacrificing something in your own development. It might be the concept if you watch my finance video, it might be getting an additional credit card in your kid's name off of your account. So what does that do? Well, your kid will have an established credit score 
without having worked for it. So yes, they're starting off in a good position financially, but what did they put in on that? What sacrifice did they make to earn that? What understanding do they have as to what goes into building good credit? Because you just gave that to them. When we do these prepaid college plans for our kids and have all this money set aside for our kids to go to college. We have, as parents, we have the best intentions. Why? Because what do we say often? I want them to just be able to go to school and focus in on school, not have to worry about paying for it, you know, maybe just get a job for, you know, incidentals. I want them to be able to focus in on school. So what's sacrificed in that process? I'll tell you what's sacrificed. That child being fully invested in his or her own education. I'm not saying not to do it. We've done it, but I'm just saying there's a consequence to it. So in parenting, every time we've made a choice to do something for our kids to to make life easier, it comes at a cost. And that's what we have to think about as parents. We have to think about how much we are doing to help our kids, again, with the best intentions, but a sacrifice is being made. Some of us had kids who barely worked growing up, you know, but what they had, they had, they had a nice car, nice clothes, nice shoes. Everything was taken care of, had spending money. Did they work for those allowances? Maybe. Did they have to work hard for it? Maybe, maybe not. So what was sacrificed in that process? You know, I think many times growing up, if I wanted extra money, I had to go find extra ways to make that money. And there's a benefit to that. You know, there's valuable skills that are learned in that process. I've talked about a lot in this video. What the aim of this video was is to tell parents to tell all of you for me, when I, when my wife and I, when we look in the mirror, you are doing what you're supposed to do. You are trying everything that you know how to raise a successful young man or woman. Oftentimes we are taking steps that we truly expect positive outcomes. We just have to start evaluating what consequences come along with that. Remind ourselves the adage, no good deed goes unpunished. And it truly is just made to put things in perspective. Everything that we do to help our kids comes with a consequence. It may be insignificant and it may be significant. So we have to evaluate it. We have to remind our kids about this, talk about these hard subjects. We have got to hold our kids accountable and understand there are some times that we have to tell our kids no. And tell them that they've got to figure it out. And there are times when we've done everything that we feel that we know how to support our kids in their growth, but it still might not be enough. And there truly might come a day where you've got to tell that young adult, hey, we've come to the crossroads where as parents, we've done what we're supposed to do. And as a young adult, you haven't done what you're supposed to do. But regardless, it's time to leave the nest. You legally have to give me a month. No, I don't, because you haven't paid one brown penny. I, I'm not obligated to, and I, I can't afford to. Guess what? Doesn't matter. You can't just tell me I have two weeks to find somewhere. Believe me, I'm not saying just throw anybody in the cold. What I am saying is there's a process to it. It needs to be on the table. Because regardless, at the end of the day, what we've done as parents to help our kids, and some of those actions may ended up have had a negative impact on our kids. Once they become adults and they start navigating this real world, at some point they become 100% accountable for every decision that they make, just as we all are. And that accountability is paramount.
set standards, remind them of those, of those standards when necessary, enforce those standards. And in the process, let's use some prayer. Let's use some, you know, fellowship from those that we care about that have gone through similar struggle, faith, because we definitely know that that's what's lacking in a lot of cases. And talk to your kids. Truly try to understand what's below the surface that's motivating them or that's affecting them and try to see if you can mitigate those factors. And once you've put in that work, that's when it's time that they've got to fly. Like most of us know, they'll end up flying. Sometimes they might stumble, but that's all part of growth as well. I will tell you, I'm definitely appreciative of all of you who have watched my videos. The channel's growing. I'm, I'm very realistic about this process. I understand it's a complete marathon. You know, I'm taking it one mile at a time. Thanks again for joining me on Parental Therapy. Hit the subscribe button, like the video, comment, share. I appreciate it. I've got some great content coming ahead. I uh, plan on, in the near future, incorporating some live videos and some interviews. So also, let me know what you'd like to see from the channel. Any feedback is definitely appreciated. So thanks again for your time. Parental Therapy out.